everyone and welcome to What in the World with Olivia. Today's topic is the Pearl Harbor attack and the end of American isolationism. At the end of today's podcast, we will be able to answer the question, what are the positive and negative implications of increased global interconnectedness? You may be wondering, what is isolationism? Isolationism is when a country removes themselves from all affairs with other countries. The the country does not want to be involved in any war that does not directly affect them, which means no alliances, no international agreements, etc. This was America for a period of time in the 1930s. They had lost so many lives during World War I and they did not want to lose any more, so they isolated themselves in order to avoid being pulled into another war. The Great Depression also had a big influence on this decision. But as FDR stated in his quarantine speech, There is a solidarity, an interdependence about the modern world, both technically and morally, which makes it impossible for any nation completely to isolate itself from political and economic upheavals in the rest of the world, especially when such upheavals appear to be spreading and not declining. He realized that complete isolation was not possible, but he also realized things were not getting better, and that was in America's best interest to try their best to isolate and attempt to restore peace. But that all changed when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. It was the 7th of December in 1941, and America thought it was just going to be a normal day. But little did they know, Japan had a surprise in store for them. But before we get into the details, let's look at how this all started. Japan was industrializing and wanted to follow in the footsteps of the U.S. and other countries by conquering and colonizing other territories to expand their empire. In order to successfully expand, Japan removed themselves from the League of Nations. They then began to focus on growing their navy, and grew to have the third largest naval fleet in the world. They also experienced a large growth in their army. In July of 1940, the U.S. cut off shipments of scrap iron, steel, and aviation fuel to Japan and caused them to enter French Indochina with permission from the Nazi-controlled France and utilize their resources. While doing that, they became allies with Germany and Italy, joining the Axis powers. In July of 1941, FDR cut off oil shipments to Japan, which was the last straw for Japan. They decided it was time to prepare their southern operation, also known as the Attack of Pearl Harbor. It all started at 6 on the morning of December 7, 1941. All the planes went radio silence to avoid the Americans learning the attack. The first line of planes departed from the aircraft carrier and headed towards Pearl Harbor. At around 7.30 a.m., all the planes were in position and ready to attack. And at that moment, radio silence was broken as they said, Tora, 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 or Tiger, 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 which was the code word That confirmed they had successfully surprised the Americans, and it was time to attack. The attack was about two hours of the Japanese firing at American ships and servicemen. 
Surprisingly, the attack damaged none of the harbor's repair shops or oil tanks. Also, there were no American aircraft carriers present at the harbor that day. But with all the damage they were safe from was made up when Japan continued onto other British and U.S. harbors around the world after attacking Pearl Harbor. FDR got news of the attack while eating lunch and immediately began writing letters to Congress declaring war against Japan. He also spent part of the day writing what would become one of the most famous speeches in history, the Day of Infamy speech. This speech was shared with the world of the next day. One piece that really stood out to me was when he said, It will be recorded that the distance of Hawaii and Japan makes it obvious that an attack was deliberately planned many days or even weeks ago. During the intervening time, the Japanese government has deliberately sought to deceive the United States by false statements and expressions of hope for continued peace. This just shows how frustrated FDR was with the fact that Japan pretended to seek peace with the U.S. and showed efforts to try and resolve their problems just to go behind their back. And now a question from a listener. I was wondering, did the U.S. really not know about the attack that was coming? That is a great question. They really did have no idea, but a message was sent to Washington warning them. But due to a communications delay, they did not receive it in time. And that was not the only warning. An officer located at Pearl Harbor reported that he saw a large number of planes heading their way on the radar, which they did receive on time, but ignored, thinking it was nothing. Even though the U.S. only declared war on Japan, Hitler was just as excited as Japan about the successful attack that he declared war on the U.S., which has been declared one of Hitler's greatest errors in judgment. Within a year, Americans were in North Africa fighting German forces. While some Americans still supported the isolationist movement, the U.S. could no longer follow that policy because without the help of other countries, they would have never made it through that war, let alone win. Now let's revisit the question from the beginning. What are the positive and negative implications of increased global interconnectedness? And what this question basically asks, is basically asking is, what are the positive and negative effects of involving your country with other countries' affairs? Now take a second to answer this question on your own. Let's start with the positives. You can form alliances, so if you do end up in a war, you have other countries to support you and provide you with the resources you need. You also then have people to do things like warn you about an attack. But there are also negatives. With alliances, yes, you do have people to assist you more, but it also means they are counting on you to assist them in war when they need it, which means having to get involved in something that doesn't directly affect you. And say you were in alliance with Great Britain, so now all their enemies are also your enemies because you aligned yourself with them. With things like trading, if your country and another country, let's say, that's supplying you with oil, get in an argument, there's a pretty high chance they will cut off that supply, leaving you with no source of oil. That's it for this episode of What in the World? I hope this answered your questions about Pearl Harbor and the end of American isolationism. But if you have any more, leave a message and I may answer it in a future episode.